Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 122. If you're not happy, your body won't be happy. I don't care how good of a diet you're giving it. It is responding to what what is going on in your brain. That is so true. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Rich Jacobs. Rich is a functional medicine practitioner, and he loves helping women overcome common health issues like fatigue, insomnia, and low libido. And we all need help with that from time to time. I know I fight fatigue always, always (laughs) have. And Rich is a former collegiate strength and conditioning coach, so he understands the full spectrum of health from athlete to non-athlete. And if you're feeling low energy like Susie is and like I do sometimes, you may need some thyroid support. And of course, as always, the Global Healing Center has your back. That's right. Their latest product is their Thyroid Health Kit, a premium combination of essential nutrients to help promote normal thyroid function. The kit features iodine, Global Healing Center selenium, and vegan safe B12 to support processes such as energy production, metabolism, and hormone regulation. And for a healthier gut, they also have the Aloe Fusion, which contains the most bioavailable certified organic aloe with the highest amount of immune system support available on the market today. Aloe Fusion soothes irritation, encourages a healthy gut environment, and supports the immune system. I need some right now. (laughs) For all these supplements and more, you can go to globalhealingcenter.com. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS. You'll get 20% off your order. Plus, of course, as you know, Free shipping. Who doesn't love 20% off and free shipping? I know, it's great. <laughs> Next up, our interview with Rich. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today we're here with an exciting guest, Rich Jacobs. Rich became passionate about helping others holistically after struggling with his own health issues that doctors couldn't resolve. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Rich now works with people all over the country using his health detective skills to find the root causes of common health issues and eliminate symptoms for good. And Allison, did you know he helps women eliminate their PMS symptoms? Um, that's amazing. I cannot (laughs) wait to talk about this. I know. This is a problem for many women, including myself. So we'll definitely have to find out all about that. Welcome, Rich. Thank you, ladies. I'm really excited to be here. Glad to have you. So can we start 
with the PMS symptoms. I think no. I think we need to talk about what he does first, and then we'll, okay, you are fine. rearing to go about the PMS. <laughs> so, right. Rich, can you tell us because we've never had someone who practices functional medicine what that is? Absolutely, be happy to. You know, you late. I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, and I, I guess I'm really excited to be here because you ladies are are crazy. I mean, you are absolutely <laughs> wild on the air. So we're crazy. Uh, I'm kind of pumped to see where this goes today. <laughs> but, uh, function- <laughs> Uh, functional medicine practitioner. So what I do is I find the root cause of common health is- issues. Specifically, uh, you know, I work with women t- in eliminating their PMS symptoms, such as fatigue, bloating, cramping, headaches, anxiety. Uh, and I'm sure there's a few others out there uh, that people don't want to share with, share on there. And I do that by using functional lab assessments. I look at cortisol levels, DHEA, testosterone, all the different hormones. And if I need to go deeper, I'll look at gut health, digestive health, detoxification ability. So all that real fun, nerdy, nerdy stuff. And then, of course, I take a whole intake uh, from the women I'm working with. It's about 15 pages long to really, really learn what's going on with them and their whole uh, history and background and symptoms and anything I can't think of that might be a clue into figuring out why their symptoms are so bad and how we can resolve it. And how does functional medicine differ from, say, just a standard doctor? So the standard doctor, although very well educated, they don't always, you know, it's not black and white, but most doctors just don't see the whole picture. If you go into your doctor and say, I have stomach pain, they're not going to think about anything else around it that could be causing that issue. Same thing with headache and sleep and energy, you know, there's a pill for that. Where functional medicine is I'm going to look at the body as a whole and I'll use symptoms not to treat them, but I'll use them as clues to find out what's actually causing them. So the the big difference is that I'm looking for the root cause to get rid of the symptoms. And a lot of times doctors will say, here, take a pill for that symptom. And, And then they're not actually taking care of that cause, you know, why it's actually occurring. So this is truly a holistic view of health and how the body functions and how all of the systems function together as opposed to just treating the symptoms, as you said. So that's fantastic. I don't think many people, I just myself found out about functional medicine probably in the past year and a half. How do you conduct the tests? You said, you know, we test for the gut health and we test all these different things. What are the tests? How do we find out what the root cause is? So, you know, after we go through an initial review, or it's called a case review, that's when I review all that paperwork and the intake forms. And then I actually talk with the client and figure out what the best course of action is going to be because I'm not a big believer in spending a ton of money if you don't need to. So let's only do the test that we need to do for your situation. The, you know, the way I do that is I use a lab that will mail the test to that person's house so I can work with people all over the country. Oh, wow. And then they do that lab at home, it's either saliva, urine, uh, or stool, or or breath, you know, for for SIBO. And so those four main labs can be done at home, and then they send it right back to the lab, and the lab gives me the report. Based on whatever the results are showing me is gonna help me push the health plan in that direction, and how that person has to heal. The, The basic foundation type of things that we're always going to do is we're gonna look at nutrition, we're gonna look at Uh, stress reduction. We're going to look at, uh, you know, bedtime, sleep habits, and exercise. You know, are you doing too much or not enough? And those are really the main things I'm going to look at, uh, including whatever the labs show me. And then the supplements as well, based on what the labs are showing. But 
uh, supplements have to be working together with everything else that we do. Sure. And how did you get into all of this? Because you have a health story yourself. When you were 35, you were experiencing a long list of physical symptoms, right? Uh, sure was, yeah. That was uh, just a very stressful time in my life. Uh, I think I had a bunch of things leading up to that. Looking back, I had uh, signs and symptoms that, like most people, don't correlate to the body breaking down. But I had little allergies here and there that started flaring up, and I just thought I had different reactions to food as I got older. But mm-hmm. there were there were really warning signs. So um, let's see, about 35, 36, I ended up uh, retiring from college coaching mm-hmm. and moving out to L.A., mm-hmm. And then I ended up making another move to Arizona, and all that was just very stressful. So I started having symptoms like fatigue and low libido, and I had some weight gain in the midsection. That was not fun because I'm a pretty healthy, fit guy. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't used to that. And anything I ate, I just didn't feel good. Just really had had a lot of bad reactions. So I went to the doctor, and this is hopefully you're not going to laugh too much at me, but I went to the doctor (laughs) like everybody else, and the labs came back with, you know, nothing, you know, the doctor labs, they're showing that nothing is wrong with me and then it's all in my head. So here's some Viagra and go talk to a therapist. Oh my God. And that's so common these days, you know? Yeah, and and that was unfortunate. And of course, me being me in the health industry for for quite some time, I'm like, oh, that can't be right. Yeah. And so I I ended up finding uh, functional medicine uh, and I first got some education through functional diagnostic nutrition and I went into it for myself. I worked with a mentor to obviously heal myself, but then I also took the actual course as well so that I can start moving in that direction and helping other people with those issues. And that was about four years ago. So from there, obviously more education, more knowledge, uh, and then, you know, a better direction and how how I want to help people. Sure. And so what did you discover were some of the root causes of the symptoms you were experiencing? Yeah, you know, I, I always forget to throw that in the story and <laughs> people always ask me. We, uh, want, we need to know. Details, Rich. Uh, Give us details. A detail. Well, you don't want all the details. Oh, but we yeah. do. No, we're crazy, remember? <laughs> did you hear? <laughs> yeah, we're crazy. Did you hear right. one episode we did recently that is like topping the charts was all about how um, sitting in a, in a bath of milk and the parasites coming out. Uh, so we need the details. Well, also because whatever you've experienced, there's other people that are going to experience the same thing. Yeah. So give us the deets. Absolutely. I, I, I have no problem sharing the details. I've written about them. So what did I have? I had really low cortisol, which resulted in a complete hormone imbalance, meaning my testosterone was low, my melatonin was low. That's why I was having sleep issues. Uh, but of course, well, not of course, you don't know this, but having low melatonin could be a clue that I have gut issues as well because mm. most melatonin is, is produced in the gut. And so I did further testing and found out that I, in fact, did have uh, candida overgrowth mm-hmm. in my gut. I had bacterial overgrowth, so I had bacteria fungus, and that was completely, um, you know, just havoc on my system. And so I ended up using some, uh, like, biobotanicals, to kill them. I ended up talking to a doctor friend of mine who actually gave me some antibiotics as well, which I don't really believe in, but sometimes you need a little help. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, you need to follow that up with some good probiotic therapy to correct those issues in the gut that the antibiotics cause. Mm -hmm. And that all took probably about 
three to five months to start feeling better. Mm -hmm. But for me to really get into the shape that I was before, it took about a year, year and a half for me to completely heal and just to be able to eat what I want and drink what I want and not have to worry about it. Now, Rich, I have a question. You said your cortisol was low, but that you had experienced high stress. Did that make sense to you? So there are three stages. It's actually not even called uh, adrenal fatigue anymore. It's called HPA axis dysfunction. Mm. And HPA means hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. So uh, everything going on in the brain down to the uh, kidneys or the adrenal glands. And so what happens when you're under stress is your body will respond and increase cortisol in the body, right, to deal with that stress. And usually at that time, you're very euphoric, you feel great, you're juggling all these things in your life, women are really good at this, <laughs> and, they, uh, and they're like, I've got it all going and I love it, and I don't, you know, I don't know what I, I could do with my life if I had less to do. That's a that's a typical cortisol junkie. That's me. However, yeah. That is you. <laughs> that is so me. Susie looked at me like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so what, what happens at that point is that your body, and this is all genetic, your body can only maintain that high level to deal with that level of stress, good or bad. Stress is still stress, and you have to deal with it mm -hmm. for so long. And so eventually you start going over that bell curve, and you start going down the curve into they used to call it stage two adrenal fatigue, but it's more of a more of a dysfunctional state mm -hmm. where your cortisol actually looks like it's at a normal level, but you're having symptoms, and that means that you're now not dealing with the stress the way you should. Mm -hmm. And if you don't deal with it at that point, and by the way, at that point, that's usually when people go to Doctor Google and find out what's wrong and start taking a bunch of supplements they shouldn't be. Um, this is my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that, so sorry to offend you if I did. Oh, I'm not offended. I'm excited. <laughs> I love learning. And then, and then if you don't get it taken care of, you go into that exhaustion phase. And that's basically where I ended up in, in total exhaustion. Why, where now your cortisol is so low, you can't even deal with the stress in your life, let alone I obviously had stress in my body with the bacterial overgrowth. So it's trying to battle that and my outside environment and that you know you break down so I had all those symptoms I know for a fact that I'm dealing with this I have to go uh, <laughs> have my levels checked no I really do I really do I I had a uh a chiropractor who did applied kinesiology tell me that my adrenals were being blown out so so is it that your body produces so much cortisol that after a while it's like I can't do this anymore and then just gives up and that's why the low cortisol comes about Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the in a nutshell? story. In a nutshell? Yeah, in a nutshell. If you want to get into the biochemistry of it, uh, basically, and I'll go very basic, you have the, the, you have cholesterol, which, by the way, for a long time, people said you shouldn't have, but cholesterol is the foundation uh, of the production of what's called progesterone. And progesterone, called the mother hormone, either goes to cortisol or it goes to DHEA. Mm -hmm. And DHEA has been converted to either estrogen or testosterone. Well, those are both really important hormones as far as uh, maintaining muscle mass, having high libido, getting good sleep and energy. And so if all that progesterone is being shuttled over to cortisol, guess where it isn't going? It's, a, it's not going to DHEA. Mm -hmm. And then you're not getting testosterone or not getting estrogen. So, yeah, it can be a real problem. Wow. 
That makes sense, though. I really need to hear this today. I'm so excited. So um, (laughs) what you guys don't know is I did just set up an appointment with a functional medicine doctor here in L.A., and I did have to fill out all the paperwork and do exactly as you said. And she said there's going to be these four tests, so I'm getting even more excited to go. Because as you're talking, I'm like, that's exactly what I do. I self-diagnose, I look online, or I talk to people, and I go, oh, well, obviously I need this supplement. And then nothing changes, and so I'm... I'm very, very excited to talk to you today. I've been the overachiever these last few months and the fatigue is hitting hard. I need a reset right now. So I'm really excited to talk to you. And I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate to this. Like there's so many people, women and men who are just doing too much and it might be fun and it might be great or it might be pure stress. Either way, it's not a way to live, right? No. Absolutely right. There has to be some balance. Yes, and I'm bad with the balance. Like, I feel like I'm balanced. I go to my meditation class or I'll go to my yoga class. So I'm like, I'm balanced, but (laughs) that's not true balance. It's just part of the process. So this is really great information. Thank you so much. I would love to get into um, helping women eliminate their PMS symptoms because I feel like there are so many natural cures out there, but it's just like you said, if you don't know the root cause, how are any of the so-called natural cures really going to help you when every body is different? And I feel like this is a particular thing that we've just accepted as that's just part of being woman. You're right. going to get PMS. Yeah. And you're going to be in pain and you're going to be a bitch and whatever. Or, or weepy <laughs> and a mess. And yeah. Yeah. Or you're going to be sad and, and tired and fatigued. And so, so what do you think, Rich? Are we destined for pain, sadness, and anger <laughs> uh a- absolutely not and, and if you have any men that listen i hope that they're opening up a beer right now they're like let tell me more yeah right <laughs> i'm gonna tell my husband to listen <laughs> uh no absolutely not so i really started to move into that direction because as i was in the field i just saw so many women feel better they came to me for other reasons uh men as well for bloating and fatigue and things but i kind of specialized in, but so many of them said that my PMS symptoms were going away. I'm like, that's fantastic. And so uh, my wife actually had some bad symptoms about a week and a half before her cycle or her special day. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, she hated it. So I did some work with her. And after about six months, maybe seven, you know, her period came and she's like, that's kind of weird. I didn't have any symptoms leading up to it. And I'm like, no kidding. Because she didn't believe me. I just don't like believe you. you. <laughs> She's like, I don't believe it. That, you know, this is just something that we deal with. And I, I'm like, you know what? We're one of the few, we're one of the countries in the world that does deal with it. There are plenty of women in the world that do not have PMS. Mm. And that's uh, PMS symptoms. And that's because their bodies are a little more healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not putting processed food in them all the time. They're not dealing with the stress that we deal with every day. Right. So the way I work or the process I'm going through is that if you're having these symptoms, you can eliminate them if we're finding out the root cause of other things going on in your body and correct that. Yes. So it's really an individualized approach, right, Rich? You can't say, take this pill, women, and it will be fixed. Yeah, I know. That's for the big pharmaceutical companies to do. I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, because everyone's going to be a little different, and everyone's going to have different symptoms. Uh, My my wife had some bloating. She would have acne and cramping. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, you two or anybody else listening might be completely different from that. 
right. show up with you to find out, yeah, what, what's going on. And if you don't mind sharing, what were um, some of the things that she had to change about her diet, lifestyle, supplements, etc., in order to start feeling better in those six or seven months? Yeah, so what we did is we ended up doing the adrenal stress test as well, and we, that's the uh, the saliva one. Really good at figuring out cortisol, DHEA, and the other hormones I, I mentioned earlier, and found out that her cortisol was really, really low. Now, she's a clinical nurse specialist, and she's an educator in a hospital, so uh, she can have some stressful days, and she's, like you women, very uh, just a cortisol junkie, always has to be doing something. She's very productive. Yes. We actually implemented more meditation, some more yoga, which she likes doing anyway. Mm -hmm. And we did throw in some supplements to help manage the morning because she was addicted to caffeine. Mm -hmm. And all that we were doing was just crushing her her cortisol levels and adrenal glands even more. So we had to wean her off of that. Uh, We did do, because she has some skin issues, which a lot of times can point to food allergy or uh, some other gut issues. And so we did do a food allergy test, and that one's done with blood. You have to have blood drawn for that one. Uh, And she did have have some food allergies that we cut out, Mm -hmm. and she got some great results from that. And overall, we just did a lifestyle change as far as the nutrition coming in, the exercise that she was doing. She was doing too much, so we actually pulled a little bit off on that. She wasn't allowing time for herself, Mm -hmm. and there were a couple of supplements that we ended up throwing in to help her out. And by the end, obviously, she felt better. That's really great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, can we talk about food allergies? Because I feel like this is such a common thing that people aren't realizing they have because you go to an allergist and it's not the same as applied kinesiology, right? Sue, we've talked about this. I had a a shared office space with a chiropractor who practiced applied kinesiology, but this chiropractor actually helped me with a lot of stuff. One was a, a red wine allergy that I had Acquired, like, oh, acquired no. overnight. I know. I never told you about this. No, this is the worst news ever. <laughs> well, no, there's a happy ending. So okay, good. I, I, like, we drink red wine. <laughs> I'd heard from other chiropractors, like, I don't believe in that. But this one doctor was recommended to me by a teacher I had, and she was like, he's great. Go see him. And I said, I trust you, so I'm going to go see him. And he actually helped me with a hip issue I was having with pain. In one session, walked in, had you know a tremendous amount of pain, and walked out, it was just a muscle spasm, walked out with like 80% of it gone. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. And I, and I was always asking him questions. It's basically a practice that's talked to chiropractors and it's based on acupuncture theory that your body systems can turn off and on and this methodology is to turn everything back on. Like kind of like a computer, some things can shut down. It's very interesting. Um, so I had developed almost overnight, this is many years ago, Allie, mm-hmm. it's, it's gone, <laughs> where goodness. I love red wine, I would have a sip and instantly have a headache and I was like "Uh uh-oh wow this is not usual I lived in Italy for a year I've always drank red wine like this is this is weird he reversed that for me um and then I also have how did he reverse it it's it's so basically it's through muscle testing Mm -hmm. so he can test what's going on and he and it's only to I tried to actually get certified in this because Uh I think it's fascinating but they only really teach it to chiropractors because you do have to be able to adjust bones Mm. and there's very few people that do it but it's through muscle testing it's through a series of tapping on certain acupressure points Uh and then retesting and it's it's its own wow. thing. And I would always pick his brain because I thought it was really really interesting. And as a, as an aside, um, I had a friend that was suffering tremendous amounts of food allergies. She couldn't eat soy. She couldn't eat gluten. She couldn't eat like sugar. She couldn't like it was just like pretty much 
She could eat everything good. Lettuce. She can't eat. <laughs> she couldn't eat anything. It was very um, challenging for her to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And she would have immediate, very intense allergic reactions. And oh, I said, oh. hey, you might want to check this out. It worked for me. And guess what? No food allergies? It reversed all of her food allergies. Wow. Wow. I mean, like I said, some people don't buy into it, but I know it, it worked for me. It yeah. worked for my friend. Yeah. And that's so it's kind cool. of fringe, fringe medicine, but I, I believe it. I believe it. But that's different than what you do. So anyway, you were just mentioning food allergies. Have you ever heard of, of that, applied kinesiology? Do you believe food allergies yeah. can be reversed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the tools out there to reverse them are great. There's definitely more than one. I think if you find a good practitioner to do muscle testing and reverse it and it works for you, then then do it. The, the most common ways food allergies actually occur anyway is kind of what you were talking about. Uh, you said you had a hip issue, so that caused stress in the body, which could be closing off a point. And then, obviously, you, you have an allergic reaction to things you never had before. Uh, I look at it more internally, and I look at the gut lining and the damage that we can do to the gut due to stress and hormone imbalances. And then even foods such as gluten uh, and sugar, which I think we all eat way too much of, and that can break down the gut lining, causing inflammation. Mm-hmm. So I guess my methodology or my tool or school of thought is more biochemical and I'm thinking about how it's actually affecting the body internally mm-hmm. and then fixing it. And what are some of the most common food allergies you're seeing these days? I don't think you're going to be surprised. The, the gluten, mm-hmm. sugar, egg, nuts, corn, mm-hmm. soy, dairy. Those are going to be the big ones. Sugar, maybe not so much. That's more of an inflammation type of food. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other ones I mentioned, a lot of allergies to that stuff. And I usually have to have my clients uh, remove them for a period of time to see what the change is. Yeah, absolutely. It's like an elimination diet. Yep, absolutely. All right. We'll be right back with Rich's tips for better sleep, better energy, and better libido. Woohoo! <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by the Global Healing Center. You know them. We talk about them all the time. You know that all their products are organic, are free of GMOs, use no toxic ingredients, are eco-friendly. And you know that I'm obsessed with their Parfait Visage. And I'm obsessed with their Aqua Spirit Refreshing Spray. And you know we scored a discount code for you to get 20% off of their products. Yep. Use coupon code FOODHEALS to get 20% off plus free shipping on your purchase at Global Healing center.com you're listening to the food hills podcast make sure to subscribe rate and review us on itunes all right food hills nation we're back with rich rich has a master's in kinesiology a bachelor's in physiology and psychology and he's a precision nutrition specialist at just 35 rich had a long list of physical symptoms like low energy no motivation and low libido After going through his healing process, he reversed all of his symptoms and now does the same for athletes, former athletes, and CrossFitters. All right, Rich, so what are some of your tips for better sleep, better energy, and a stronger libido? There's some really good tips out there, and I don't think I'm going to give you anything that's mind-shattering and mind-blowing, like, wow, I don't know why I didn't think of that. (laughs) One of the big ones for sleep is we are all so attached to electronics today. Yeah. That looking at the blue screen on the TV and your computer on your phone actually doesn't allow melatonin to get produced in the body. And the melatonin is that hormone that makes you sleep better. Yep. 
And so if you can stop watching TV an hour, hour and a half before bed or playing on your phone or iPad, that would really be helpful to even just getting better sleep. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but I've helped a lot of people with that ridiculous tip get better sleep. No, it's so true. It affects you so much. And when you stop doing it, it's amazing. And I know I'm guilty of it, but when I make a conscious effort not to, everything is better. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would say another good one for getting good sleep, not only falling asleep, but then staying asleep, is avoiding those simple sugars in the evening, Mm -hmm. uh, like the desserts. Because what that's going to do is spike blood sugar, and then in the middle of the night, it's probably going to drop because you have a spike. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, it'll wake people up. And a lot of times they'll wake up sweating and they're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Well, it was probably the ice cream sundae. You shouldn't have had it at <laughs> nine o'clock before bed. Uh, so I would avoid that. If you are hungry, uh, I know usually women love almond butter. I don't know what it is about almond butter, but they <laughs> love it. Um, have some almond butter before bed because that, that'll be a long lasting fat that could actually sustain energy and blood sugar management uh, through the evening. So those are some quick tips on sleep. I'll just jump to libido because I'm sure that's what people really want to know about. <laughs> um, so better libido, it, if you take some sugar out of your diet and add it, uh, add in protein and fat, that can actually help increase libido mm. because it's going to keep your blood sugar more steady, which means you're not going up and down, which means hormones aren't going up and down. And I mentioned earlier a little bit of that biochemistry about cholesterol. Well, getting the good fats in is going to give you good cholesterol, which can increase steroid hormone production, and that's eventually going to lead to increased testosterone, which for both men and women is for that libido. Uh, Working out also is just huge, huge, huge. Uh, You said you're in L.A. I used to live in L.A. I mean, the Santa Monica stairs could be a lot. A lot of fun for getting some good exercise and good views of the ocean, of course. yes. Um, And then I think people just probably train there, too, if I remember correctly, on the the strand or, you know, the little little grassy knoll there. Yeah, Yeah. there's a little grassy knoll, and then not far away, there's the bike path. I mean, you move to Santa Monica, and you have to be fit. You're, like, not allowed. They kick you out because all people (laughs) do there is exercise. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel that way living in Scottsdale now in Phoenix. So everyone here is just always trying to stay active. So that in itself is really good for libido. Uh, All of those supplements and magic pills, don't waste your money. Yeah. I mean, the marketing is phenomenal, right? Even I believe some of it. (laughs) Um, But really, just don't waste your money. If you're having that hard of a time and, and doing those couple of things don't help as far as getting better sleep, and eating better food. I should probably mention a lot more fiber to help move things out mm-hmm. and get all those toxins out. If that's still not working, then maybe you should talk to somebody and find out why it's not working. Yeah, it's always uh, lifestyle and diet, right? It's all what it comes down to. There is no magic pill. Of course, there's supplementation, but in general, it's like you gotta get everything in check and then everything starts working. Yeah, completely right. And the way I use supplements is to correct problems. Mm-hmm. But of course, we go through a, a, an intake process and then use labs to find out where the problems are. I just don't start throwing things at people. Sure. And what about some causes of weight gain that maybe people aren't realizing? Yeah, so some causes of weight gain, I see this a lot, uh, unfortunately, in women where they're eating everything that they should be eating, they're working out regularly, 
and for some reason things still aren't moving the way they want them to move mm-hmm. uh, I start to look at other external stuff like relationships work like are you happy yeah are you happy in life um, if you're not happy your body won't be happy I don't care how good of a diet you're giving it uh, it is responding to what what is going on in your brain. That is so true. And when you're eating, are you eating joyfully or are you eating in restriction and misery going, oh, I can only eat this tiny salad. And that's like, that doesn't do anything good for or the body. Or you're eating on the go or eating, Yeah, you in know, a stressful standing situation. Up or... I was reading research studies a couple of years ago about the psychology of food. And it actually showed the differences if somebody eats the same food under a stressful situation versus a happy, joyful situation, that the food response and the body response to that food will actually be different. Mm-hmm. Even though it's the same food. Um, so eating a food in a stressful situation, or I think one of you said standing up, like on the go, mm-hmm. your body's going to respond. You might actually get bloated from that, or you might not fully digest it versus... A joyful situation so true it's like intentional eating and being intentional about what you're thinking at that moment of eating and if you are going to eat the ice cream sundae you better be enjoying it and not guilt tripping yourself <laughs> going i'm so bad and horrible just be like you know what this is a great sunday and oh i'm gonna God, enjoy i totally it. want a freaking sunday right now <laughs> <laughs> but joyfully like i'm like i haven't had a sunday i can't remember well guess long. what then you're allowed i'm allowed <laughs> you know and I think a lot of people can relate to this and people will come to me and say, I, I went on vacation mm. and I had all this crap, but I didn't gain any weight. Yeah. Well, right. No work, no stress, no kids. If you have them, yeah, you're just enjoying everything. Yeah. Like people that go to Italy and they come back smaller, even though they ate way more food, <laughs> bread, pasta, wine. It's better you know? quality though. Yeah, that's true too. I'm going there next month, so I'll let you know. Nice. <laughs> All right. I hope you, maybe that's the new like fad of cleansing. Instead of going away and doing a juice cleanse, you have to go away and go to Italy and eat your heart out. <laughs> I'm Perfect. In. Oh, so good. I'm in. Um, all right, Rich, is there anything we haven't gotten to that you want to talk about today? Oh, man. I think we got a lot of great information out there. If anybody wants more information, my website has a ton of blogs and I'm always putting more up. And I also offer a four free week or a free four week course uh, about increasing energy and getting better sleep for you ladies with the PMS symptoms. And I have a free ebook on there as well, giving you five tips to increase energy. And my website is richjacobsfdn.com or myhealthdetective.com. Awesome. And if someone wants to work with you, you said you can work remotely with them. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So typically, you know, nobody likes to pull the trigger right away. Typically, I, I offer a 30-minute free consultation, That's great. which you can find links on my site and we can schedule that. And I'll talk about the possibility of getting better and if it's a good fit for you and a good fit for me. And then we move forward from there. That's fabulous. And then you help um, find where people can get the test done in their area or by mail. How does that work? Uh, I mean, if you work with me, I have them mailed right to your doorstep. Fabulous. So we just figure out what you need and they'll get delivered to you. But like, what what if it was a blood test? So I have to prick myself? No, no. So the only blood test I use is for food allergy testing Mm -hmm. and that kit will come to you and it'll actually give you uh, locations of where you can get blood drawn for that kit. 
Perfect. Okay, that's what I needed to know. I was like, it's not all <laughs> DIY, right? No, no, Just no, to no, open no. a vein, no. Allie. What's the problem? <laughs> Heck no, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't even let them do it. I, like, freak out. It's hard. Um, all right, can you leave us with something short and sweet for a tweetable? I would say follow the process in order to reach your goal. Most people are focusing on the goal instead of the process, and so you forget about the work that it takes to actually get better. Love it. All right. Tweet it to Rich at My Coach Rich. Tweet it to Rich at My Coach Rich. Tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation. Use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast so we can see your post. Rich, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. Thank you, ladies, so much. I had a good time. Us too. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.